0: Welcome to the casual Dollars Podcast. For better experience, please use headphones. Yo, yo, what's up? How are you guys doing? How have you guys been, actually? I mean, it's been quite a while. And then it's that time of the year again, you know, it's just going to be like, damn, a few weeks to next year. I mean, the start of 2021 actually felt like yesterday, and now we're almost done with it. Oh, it's crazy. You know, this year has actually been, you know, like a roller coaster of a lot of things. Jumbled together, you know, emotions, the crazies, and days and whatnot. I guess we're almost done now, so we still have a thing to be thankful for. So, on today's episode of the Casual Thoughts podcast, we will actually be retracing the roots. You know, taking a little bit of walk down memory lane. And when I say memory lane, I mean very long memory lane kind of thing. I mean, the kind of memory lane that people are, who actually lived in it don't even exist no more i mean a little bit of history won't hurt nobody yeah so the part of history i'm actually about to talk about is something you find interesting and when i say interesting i mean you find it exciting yeah understand well it's actually basically about money i mean who doesn't want some money talks <laughs> all right so um you've had the question of who the richest man who has ever lived is I'm very sure most people will just be like oh king solomon is and that. but right now please let's just leave the you know like the biblical aspect apart all right so who was the richest man who has ever lived do you know who the richest man who has ever lived is all right so i'll help you out i mean i'm <laughs> nice like that talking about the richest man who've ever lived yeah majority of you probably like can like think of it like you know you Musk, jeff bezos or you know member of the Royal family or something i mean considering the ways the rich of today have figured out how to keep churning their wealth and increasing their money like by the day by the week you get it just there's no way the richest man to have ever lived isn't alive today yeah i know so all right let's take it one step at a time what if i tell you the richest man to have ever lived actually walked the hurt 700 years ago in Africa. Mali to be precise. yeah I know, surprising right? Uh-huh. so ladies and gentlemen I give you Mansa Musa. yeah that's such a badass name and such a badass name is such a badass reputation as well. so sit back and let me give you the full just about who Mansa Musa is. this is someone whose world is said to be indescribable. I mean yes you know like there was this particular time I actually like found an article on Mansa Musa. I was actually intrigued you understand I mean I saw a list of richest men of all time you know we've got Augustus Caesar, we've got John D. Rockefeller, we've got Nikolai Romanov among others you understand and all these ones are actually mentioned there are some wealth are said to be incalculable but incalculable in the sense that yes it can be described okay this sort of thing so of so thing but you really can't calculate them probably because of the you know like period itself but then Mansa Musa actually came around a time when yes you can still you know like you'll still be able to like, calculate some of your wealth and shit but israel is said to be indescribable according to bbc when you say something's indescribable that means you can't even fathom what it feels like, talkless of you calculating it. so who is masamosa you might think i mean yeah a lot of you would have actually heard about masamosa and A lot of you might have not heard about him so to the ones who have heard about him this is just me giving you a little bit of debriefing you understand and then to the ones who have heard nothing about him just come down and listen to this I'm sure you like it so Mansa Musa happened to be the ruler of Mali from 1312 CE to 1337 CE yeah 13th century I mean, forget today's tech billionaires forget the wealth of all these um wild entrepreneurs and stuff the wealth of Mansa Musa of Mali was too vast to be imagined was literally unequaled according to historians and everything so during his reign Mali actually became one of the richest country one of the richest empires in the world i mean Mansa Musa actually came into power after the previous king Disappeared at sea. You know, it was more. less like, oh, come on, have this much money? A few cage. Let me see what's on the other side. So the previous ruler actually, like, you know, like took some arms, slaves, and stuff And apparently, it was said he left on an expedition with a fleet of two thousand ships, thousands of women, men, and slaves as well. They sailed over and never returned. So that was when Mansa Musa actually, like, you know took up the reign and under his reign he actually did a lot i mean yes he inherited a kingdom that was already pretty wealthy but his work in expanding trade made mali one of the wealthiest kingdoms to ever exist i mean this ancient kingdom the ancient kingdom of mali spread across modern day mali senegal gambia guinea nigeria chad and burkina faso among others I mean, it was like a massive empire, a very massive empire. I mean, you see the African map. Now check out the West African part. Mansa Musa actually had dominion over at least 70 percent of the West African region back then. So yes, it was a very massive empire. And Mansa Musa was actually I among the list of the richest individuals in the world to have ever walked unhurt so basically it was so rich that it can't really be accounted for yeah but i keep saying he's rich he was rich this and there and you might be like dude what was like the main point of his wealth where did he get his money is he probably by um i don't know conquering cities is it just by waging wars and stuff and everything or just hold on and then i'll give you the explanation okay so yes how and where did he get his money you know i said something about gold and salt i said is well actually like basically came from gold and salt and this is basically because back then before the advent and the creation of refrigerators you know all these um preservatives and stuff the only way you can preserve livestock you can preserve food is by using salt. so yes there were actually like tons of salts back then in west africa and for Mansur Musa, who happened to be the ruler to be the emperor basically i actually prefer the term emperor because yes even like um the whole china dynasty all these um, olden days and stuff they prefer using the term emperors if you have dominion over damn much land king actually sounds like a baby emperor or something. <laughs> okay yeah so coming about how salt happened to be damn um, much wealth happened to be of damn much value this is what i'm actually trying to explain right now so back then when all you need was salt to make sure stocks food stops, won't get wasted they won't get rotten they won't get spoiled and for a country for a kingdom that actually like you know like has a lot of that so back then salt was actually like it has it has its weight in gold you understand and you also actually like had a lot of gold mines around his territories remember what i said earlier about the ancient kingdom of mali spreading across the modern day mali senegal gambia guinea nigeria chad and burkina faso and so on yeah they most definitely had some natural resources, some mineral resources and stuff and all these was in the grasp of the badass king, the badass ruler Mansa Musa. So and the funny thing is, even back then, Mali was still not that popular, I mean, it was not that well known. But all this changed when Mansa Musa, who happened to be a devout Muslim, decided to go on a pilgrimage to Mecca, passing the Sahara deserts and Egypt. The king reportedly left Mali with a caravan of sixty thousand men. He took his entire royal court and officials, soldiers, entertainers, merchants, camel drivers, and approximately twelve thousand slaves, as well as a long train of goats and sheep for food. Just a lot of them This was like basically a city moving through the desert. The city whose inhabitants, all the way down to the slaves, were clad in gold and finest Persian silk. I mean, this king doesn't even be straight sleeves. You have them dripping out, like, dude, feel the sweat, uh, feel the drip. That kind of thing. And it was said that the cameos were each carrying 100 pounds of pure gold. I mean, I'm sure that was a sight to behold. And the sites actually got more, more opulent once the caravan reached Cairo, because apparently that was where it all started. I mean, that was where they really got to show off their wealth. And when I say show off, I mean, Masa Musa happens to be someone who really knows how to live in style. From the markets of Cairo to the royal offices to the impoverished people who crossed the path in Egypt, Musa's generosity and purchase of foreign goods left the streets littered with gold. And that was a resource that was greatly appreciated but in short supply. So the people were thrilled at first, you understand? But eventually, it actually, like, you know, caused an adverse effect. You know, Musa's gifts of gold... Although well-intentioned, actually depreciated the value of metal in Egypt. And the economy actually took a major hit, which apparently was said to have taken 12 years for the community to recover. But the king's trip wasn't all about giving. On his voyage, he actually acquired the territory of Gao within the Shanghai Kingdom. Well, yeah, he is a king and definitely will probably see a place and be like, yo, we should conquer that. I told you he actually like left with a procession of more than 60,000 men. Which has soldiers, merchants, and everything. Yeah, so you know they can just be like, "Bro, I'm bored. <laughs> Let's go and conquer that place." You know I and mean? <laughs> So yes, he actually like acquired another territory while on his voyage. You know, extending his territory to the southern edge of the Sahara Desert along the Niger River. This territory in today's Mali happened to be where Musa built one of several mosques after completing the Hajj. It was actually said to have built mosque almost every Friday during his voyage to Mecca. So, words of Musa's wealth and influence only spread beyond Africa after his voyage and the tales of his enormous convoy and generosity continued to be passed down long after his death. So, so, by, so, by the late 14th century, Musa had been drawn in the 1375 Catalan Atlas which happened to be like an important resource for navigators of medieval Europe yeah there was no phone back then dude when this phone actually came into Hadvan. but yes these are very important things if you have no atlas how would you get your way around anywhere you just get lost and lost as sea or lost anywhere bruh. <laughs> so by the 14th century the atlases actually had musa drawn out i mean it's a big thing bro and when i say it's a big thing this is basically because this atlas depicted musa sitting on a throne with a gold scepter and a crown holding on a gold nugget i mean this is basically showing off to the world that what do you want i've got it in gold from the abundance of natural resources he cultivated and the development of the communities he left behind musa actually has a legend that could give the fictional black panther a run for his money you know black panther was said to have inherited wealth and this and there vibranium and stuff but bro <laughs> musa inherited a whole lot more so it's actually like Fun the very first time I like, you know, like got through his um story, like everything. I once heard of Mansa Musa, I think that should probably be like um 2017. So then I was like, damn, this guy must have had so much wealth. But recently I had this weird knack of you know, like just rewatching some old things, some retro movies. So his name came up in a particular movie I was watching, and no, I won't tell you the name, watch movies. Or better still just stay tuned to the casual thoughts podcast a new series coming up where we'll talk about retro movies some retro movie suggestions recommendations and, and i'm sure you'll love it so yeah back to what i was talking about as far as wealth goes bro it is nearly impossible to quantify the riches that musa had during his lifetime um professor Rudolph of university of michigan actually explained he said imagine as much gold as you think a human being could possess then double it. That's what the accounts are trying to communicate. This is the richest guy anyone has ever seen. So yes, there you have it, Mansa Musa, the richest man to have ever lived. Well, as of today, we knows, the future actually holds a whole lot more. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to the end. I really do appreciate that. And don't forget to check out. My Instagram page at the Casual Thoughts podcast and on Twitter at casual underscore wit underscore hire casual with hire. Thank you so much once again. Do take care of yourself. Have a nice day. Have a great weekend. And yes, I'm prepped for December. 30 December. <laughs> oh, and happy New Year in advance. Remember to stay tuned and listen. Watch out for the next episode. Have a good day. Bye. Ciao ciao <cười> I'm high lol